Hello, folks. Welcome to a brand new episode of Smoke Movie Got Him, the world's most interactive music podcast. So if you hear sounds in the background, it's all right. Um, the premise of the show is very simple. We're going to pick a record. We're going to listen to this record. We're going to discuss the record. But before we hit play, you've got to roll one and smoke one. And that's per side, folks. All right. No weaklings over here. For today's record of choice, I turn the microphone over to the Oracle of Oxford County, Mr. Jeremiah Charlton. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to listen to the band Date Tenru, in the album 1971. Date Tenru, one word, D-A-T-T-E-N-R-Y-U, 1971. Japanese band, it's going to be great. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is a great, listen, this is 971, Date Tenru, you got the info, go and look for it, and let's smoke them if you got them, folks. Smoke them if you got them, let's go. Uh oh, this is a dangerous album right here. Now, this is probably not what you expected, correct? Not at all. I was not expecting this at all, man. This is this is a this is a rock and roll record, man. Came out aggressive out of the gates, didn't they? Ooh. And I love that sound. Can you can you give give me some info on this? How did you stumble upon this? Uh this I came across with most of the Japanese rock stuff I came across was the Julian Cope Jap rock sa- sampler book. Okay. And in the back of that book, he has a great, great list of top 50 uh, Jap rock albums. And so I went through that, listened to all of them. And that's one of the albums that's on there. So that's really how I came across it. This is a hell of a record, man. I mean, pure rock and roll, uh, organ-driven uh mysterious it you know what it reminded me of the as soon as the sound started popping it reminded me of uh crimson live in the, you know in the early 70s just aggressive mm. as hell yeah the main know, uh, like the first track is just so aggressive like when he starts it was singing a and the beat i thought it was a mistake what i was listening to i didn't think that this was going to be what it was legit <laughs> Yeah, it's like so punk, so it's punk. super punk. That's a great yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now is that first track in English? Um, no, no, nothing's in English. It's like there might be some words we hear now and then. But I don't know. Yeah, there's certain this uh, to paint the picture, folks. Uh, we're listening to Date Tenru, 1971. It's a live recording of uh, of uh, of this band that is complete mystery to myself, but. It's it's uh, the sound of uh, punk bands that tried to come out of New York in the early two thousands. This is what they were trying to do, but forty years ahead of the time. I, I can't. Yeah. Man, this is so it's aggressive. It's a live. It's a live show from seventy six. There you go. The band started in seventy one. Okay, that's why the name mm-hmm. of the album came out in nineteen ninety six. It was. So they they recorded a bunch of like that. Um, they recorded actually quite a few times, but they never released anything back in the day. Mm. They played a bunch of um, festivals back in the day in Japan. That, that's what it sounds like—a big festival type band. Uh, is this is but, this a pow, what, power trio quartet? Quartet? What is it? Yeah, you, you got. Um, the bass player, you got um, yeah, organ, drummer, and guitar player. <laughs> and when you say organ, we're not talking about any old organ. This is 
No, deep it's super purple cool. organ. It's super cool. Everything sounds like it's running out of a Marshall amp. Slightly distorted and uh, slightly pissed off. The lead the singer is the uh, bass player. Oh, man. No wonder the bass sounds like it wants to rip your head off the whole and, time. And the bass player played in um, Les Rallies de Nudes. Oh, the folks. Music. Folks, that yeah. is a band. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about that, man. That's a hell of a band. Now, the so track a, Wait, correct? Like, obviously... By, by far. Now, what do we, and then what do you think about track two? Like, all of a sudden, it's like a prog band, like, but really, ag- like, cool, aggressive. Man, I, I, like, I, collected, I collected Crimson Collectors uh, live records, right? And in that era of the early 70s, they really amped up and beefed up their sound. Everybody had these, like, super gigantic stadium cock rock records. This band kicks off with that big stadium sound, and then all of a sudden, we go into intricate music paces of progressive rock that is i was not expecting this from the first track to the second track right yeah yeah I've, cohesive though i've really never heard a, a band quite like them because of that mix of the i mean i've heard a little bit of there's a couple maybe like one or two other bands i could say are a little bit like punk and prog ish yeah but the fact it's just so uh, organ over that, the top that that keith emerson <laughs> You know, like it has that virtuosity at times, you know? Lots of virtuosity without losing any of the power, which is so hard for prog bands, right? And when you talk about like punk bands, all attitude, this has like deep tinges of space rock. This has deep tinges of psych rock, but it's just all balls to the wall. So now this was released on CD in 96. This never released on uh, vinyl. Wow. And it took and, a long uh, time for it to even come out. Yeah, so it's crazy. This band, they, they reunited, actually, and, and they were playing, like, uh, up till recently, I think. Man, these Japanese bands that are, like, so experimental and weird like that, they come out, you know, they're like, all right, we'd make a record, take 30 years, make another one. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this is a cool album for anybody that's into rock and roll so to these, listen to. We got these first two tracks, on the next track is 26 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what should we do here for the rules? Yeah, because the, the really, rule... really, really, we should split this song in half. Oof! Yeah, it's a hard one. See, I, I mean, like like it's it's either, it's either we listen to this one right, you know, like yeah. What do we got to do for these folks? I think we got to smoke one now, and, and you got to listen to this one. Well, that's that's what the oracle says. That's what we do, man. This smoke them if you got them, and we'll listen to date Tenru. Uh, we already spelled it, so go back and listen to that. 1971, it's a live album. You'll find it everywhere except streaming services because this is some deep, deep shit. So uh, I guess roll it, smoke, and come back to us, right? Smoke if you got them. That's what's up. <laughs> Sounds like the waves are just crashing in the background by you, G. It's By waves. me? Yeah. It, it, I know it's traffic, but it sort of sounds like waves. Well, it was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in an island right now. That happens, but I'm still here. That's, that's what that matters. <laughs> Is it too loud? No, it's beautiful. Perfect. So we'll listen to Date Tenbrew. It's beautiful. 1971. It's a live album. It's a hell of a damn record. And if you are just catching up to us, go back and start it from the beginning and roll two numbers to catch up with us because this is just Here perfect. we go. 
Dora Mamire, 26-12. Big, long track. What are your so, feelings on this track, man? No, I want your feelings. I always want your feelings this, first. This, this track felt like I was taking acid in a... journey. I was taking acid in a mushroom sandwich. I can't... Uh, again, the organ is so... Uh, what was the word you used before? There's so much virtuosity in the playing without the energy being lost. No. The soundscape here is crazy. The 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 mood they're trying to set is insane. The fact that this is a Japanese band, it doesn't sound like a Japanese band at all. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. And and what's cool, all the songs so far do not sound anything like the other songs, you know? This sounds like a compilation of different rock and roll bands from Japan, legitimately. Except that the uh the raw shitty recording quality which I admire they to put put it out, you know, after all these years. Like, and the thing I told you is that is they recorded actually in studios, but never recorded, never released it. So, all these years later, they're like, yeah, you know what? That band we had all these years ago, they, we were really fucking good. Let's put this album on. <laughs> what should we put on? Let's do that live album. Really, where the drums are? Yeah, let's do that one. Let's, let's do, do that, that one. That, one. Yeah, for people, for folks that listen to cassette tapes or, or whatnot, this is definitely a sign of a bootleg. It was picked up off a radio station. It is, it is grungy. It is amplified. It is loud, and it always uh, overwhelms the microphone. So if you have studio recordings, you will want to use those because those are clean. If you are this band, you want to go with the dirty, dirty, noisy recording so that people capture the, uh, the energy of it. But, I mean, I love that, man. I love that about this record. Now I got something that's going to really interest you. Okay. So I told you it was released on CD. Correct. In 1996. In 2018, a company released it on tape. Really? Yep. That really does interest me. That's what I'm talking about. And guess what? It's so obscure, Discogs has it listed. But not one person has it for sale. Nobody wants to let go of it. It's too good. No. Wow. I mean, that's got to be some sort of record, though, because think about it. The record goes 76, comes out in 96, reprint comes in 2018. That's a long time to get records out. Yep. Now, you mentioned that they, they got back together briefly. Was that when that record came out? Uh, they got back together like they're like, in the mid '90s, and they've been playing like ever since then. I think like on and off. Well, Date Tenru, this is the first record that I've heard from them. They are officially going in in my Hall of Fame of obscure <laughs> bands, and, uh, and and this is not even the end of the record. But so yes, yeah, so that the, the, the super long track, right? Like it takes you a lot of different places. And it's a, it's psychedelic for sure on this very track. Very visceral. Very visceral. Compared, like, the first track's very punk rock. Next one's sort of still very rock, but progressive punk, which is weird. That's this it. one is more progressive, but not progressive sort of strange psychedelic. Yeah. Um, now, track four, the little, the little short one, four-minute one, Ooh. that one is really weird. That's where oh. they really go out try to melt everyone's brain i don't even know where to classify that bottom one just because it's so strange and again it keeps getting weirder and weirder as we go down and then the last song is the really pretty one yeah which has vocals and uh and now that i say that to you about the, the bass player 
being in Let's Realize the Nudes, doesn't that song remind you of... Oh, oh, it does. Now that you point that out, it really does sound like that. And like, I, he doesn't I don't... obviously have the cool effect on the vocals, like, you know... The... No. But the vibe and the chords and... Yeah, yeah I mean, for anybody, that's like into, for anybody that's into Velvet Underground... Um, uh, it, it has that vibe, man. It feels like, again, it doesn't sound like a Japanese band at all. This sounds like a New York hip band. and uh, From it's, 2005. It's <laughs> easily, easily, man. Like, isn't it funny that a lot of the energy... 2010. Of this band, yeah, a lot of the energy this band created 40 years ago, it's what bands are emulating in 2005, 2010, and nobody knows about this band. That's the beauty of Smoking Movie God. I'm like, man, I love this album. This is a great record. Hip in the world. Hip in the world and hipping ourselves, man. I, I, I really didn't uh, know about this. Now, the cover for this album, uh, considering that this is the band that takes 20 years to put things out, the cover of this album is very 1996. It has nothing to do with the actual music. <laughs> it, in, in, the, in the cover department, it's could a be, little could lackluster. Be a, could, be, could, be, could be a Bush cover album. Oh yeah, it's the terrible fuchsia color and like, <laughs> garbage. Worst garbage album, blue worst lines. album we've had. By worst far. album cover we've had by far. But the music is so good that I might even give it a star extra because of that. Um, and the Fahey they, wasn't good either. Either the Fahey cover wasn't that great. Oh yeah, if you haven't heard the John Fahey uh, episode, go back to our archives. It's the episode right before. But great, but even great, album. Those, great album. Great album. But, terrible artwork. But every other. Uh, of our albums are, works been really cool so they've all been hall of fame but the music on this which is what we talk about here the music on this is unparalleled yes nothing that we've talked about sounds or feels this way and i'm down with that artwork is important in a, as a band though it, it really it really i wonder if when they did the repressing of this uh they they came up with a different i can't artwork. give you a perfect rating if you if your artwork isn't cool definitely and and the other way around if the artwork is the best then music is shit Get the fuck out of the way. Well, that doesn't that, work. That, that's worse. Now, like, yeah. deserve to get slapped, to tell you the truth. Yeah, uh, stand out for me in this album, uh, legitimately, the whole time. Uh, the organ and the B3 work is out of control. And uh, I, I can't stress enough, because we've talked about the energy and the high pace of the tunes, right? The rock and roll feeling. But when they drop it all down, it is absolutely gorgeous. It's a journey. Yep. So, uh, we are going to do a little review, correct, G? A little review? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, the are. recent, my picks of songs for each of these albums that we've recently done? Yes. Yes, we are. So, going back to the Popple Vu episode. One right after Canada Day, folks. Yeah. Uh, I picked Vu, mm. which is a 20-minute long epic song on the album like i think it's side b it's on the b side it doesn't feel side. like a 20 minute long track i it's love really, it's like uh, that really powerful organ if you remember yeah yeah um, a lot of a lot of tempo a lot of tempo like almost sacred version of tunes uh in, in the long format for these prog bands you know everybody's trying to search some sort of uh, religious experience it delivers oh yeah they're on a journey they're on a yeah. journey right so it's like called, it's called drugs yourself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't have to say like it's not the only thing, but that's probably helps. Yeah. Helps lose your inhibitions to uh, get into tune with the music, most likely. Yeah. So, Vu is the first contender for uh, for best of, according to the Oracle. What's next? Correct. 
next was uh, the song Apple Core Machine from Sandoz. Ooh, Sandoz, how that I love thee. Track one, I think, off of the album, the opening track. Hell of a statement with that band. And that one was the one that sort of, to me, it reminded me of uh, Beefheart. Like yeah. Beefheart. Bluesy, but yet weird, off-time, off-kilter riffs. Really complex drums on that track. Yeah. If you remember. Really cool. Uh, next would be Dizan. Ooh. The one that really put a hurting on both of us recently. Oh, tell me about Dizan. I said, you said the name and my knees buckled. Uh, for earthly thinking, it's a. I think maybe, I think it's the longest track on the album. Nine. It is. Nine thirty nine. Yeah, longest journey of the dark. And it's great. That one just it goes everywhere. You got. You got like I think you have the uh, kalimba or not kalimba, but um, the marimba. I'm sorry. There's marimba. Yeah, there's marimbas in the back. Yeah. And oh, like it's prog. It's it's melting. It's uh, tribal. Yeah. I mean, Dizan's everything, really. On that, uh, that that's a strong contender. Yeah. Um, this, the, the, by the way, this week the bands that we covered this week are real heavy hitters. You know, none of these bands were halfway there or immediate. No, no, no. These were all solid, solid bands. And and folks, if you're trying to catch up with what we're uh, talking about, there's going to be a playlist on the website. You'll be able to access no problem noise on port on Facebook. And uh, you can get all the stuff there. And as usual, all these uh, all these episodes are on the archive. So subscribe and check them out. Go ahead. So uh, this is uh, episode twenty two right now for us. Mm-hmm. And so we got two more, and then episode twenty five, we're doing something special because uh, obviously we're uh, record collectors. We are uh, list maniacs, of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think for episode 25, we're going to, of our first 25 records, mm. pick list from toughest to least tough. Oh, I like that. King I of like Mountain. That. I like that. Who really stuck to you? So um, the last two tracks, uh, John Fahey, Wana was the last Ooh. the last song of that album. It'll make you weep. Acoustic, yeah, beautiful acoustic fingerstyle track and then today's track i picked was the first track the, the, there the, you go. the power punk just awesome song that right there is a compilation that i would buy any time of day any time of day i i, I love that idea by the way uh we never speak about what we're going to really do on these we have a basic structure but that idea for the 25th episode i am digging this hell man we just we're talking about it now that's going to be a great one like gotta, got, gotta do something special for number 25. I mean, that's that's hella special. Again, it's gonna be a hard one. We've covered nothing but excellence here on Smoke Em If You Got Em. And uh, I gotta say hello before we, we drop out of this real quick. I gotta say hello to the folks out in Germany. We got a bunch of you maniacs in Germany that are going back to the archive and uh, they've become like the number one audience for us. So, what up, Germany? Thank you for they, that. They got the best music we've gone through, right? Like, I mean, so many great German albums, right? We, we've gone over, you know? And, so, uh, yeah. So my question is, where do you want to go tomorrow? Do, do we want to go back to Germany? Uh, you know or what? do you want to go to uh, England, America? Mm. Do you want to stay in Japan? 
or do you want to go wild card? I'm going to go with wild card. I'm going to go with Ooh. wild card. I'm going to go with wild card. So, folks, listen to what I just said. Now, this is because they call me the Oracle of Oxford County. For a reason. For a reason. Because I said, no, we're not going to do Prague in Germany or Japan or Great Britain or America. Now mm-hmm. it's wild card. It's everywhere else. Yeah. Everywhere else, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to even take off Italy off the list to make it harder? Yes, I do, because we've covered Italy. Take yeah, Italy take, off that take list. Take Italy off the list. We don't, come on. We, we could yeah. just talk about Italian prog rock bands all day. Let's make all it harder. day. So let's okay. take Italy off. We're doing wild card, folks. You so know, we're a true wild card tomorrow from you guys. We'll, and then we'll go to Germany for 24, and then obviously 25 is going to be special. I'm stoked about that episode, man. Uh, what we listened to today is date Tenru. 1971 go Ooh. check that out disregard the artwork as we both agree two out of two trash but the rest of it wow hot so, fire yeah, yeah yeah catch catch yourself a hot one sit down and listen to this by the way blast it because this is the right way to listen to this record uh thank you for listening as usual thank you for subscribing 25 episodes almost this is insane it started as a joke but we take it really seriously so thank you for listening to us IMG, that is the Oracle of Oxford County, Jeremiah Charlton, and we'll catch you tomorrow. See you, folks. Smoke if you got them. Peace.